Uh-oh. It's from Bethel. Good morning. It's old for new. It's Risenstein and our general manager, Ray Haynes, really just, just knocking us down with talking about the beginning of Elul. Today, the eclipse heading into the days of awe. We continue here with what's next. Well, we're looking today in a real sense. It's Pentecost 2.0 because Moses heads back up on the mountain. So we're talking about primarily of all the things. It's it's the voice of God because that's what they he had the opportunity. Everybody traded it and said, now we'll send Moses up. Let him talk to God. But the, the bottom line was that God spoke to him and he heard them and and it changed all of our lives the scripture that you read those first five books are because he listened to god and he wrote it all down and we have an opportunity to encounter the world today just like that if we'll just stop if we'll listen we'll dig into the word of god Mm -hmm. and so obviously you have to learn what the voice of god sounds like Mm -hmm. and it's I know it's a little unusual, but this is just the way God works. He speaks through so many different means and and things, and sometimes you have to dig in and go, okay, what is what is it you're saying from this? So this is a little throwback to Pentecost 1.0 a couple months ago, but what does his voice sound like? So he warns us when we start to stray. You know, he whispers encouragement to us when we struggle. I'm sure we've all had that. Commands our enemies to flee. He comforts us when we fail or we lose somebody dear. And even he sings over us the the deepest parts in us, really, and the good times and the bad times. Uh, gosh, when life is hard, he's familiar with our suffering, and you get to know him and encounter him. And I tell you, the older you get, the longer you serve him, the more in love you fall with him. <laughs> Just because of that, it's it's by by sheer repetition, and you start to hear his voice better. So he does that with his presence. He does it with words and groans and things we can't comprehend, just the fact that he doesn't give up on us. Mm. And he does it in symbolic ways, too. The blast of the shofar is one of the more interesting symbols of his presence. It's all through Pentecost, but it's also coming up on Rosh Hashanah. That's pretty much the big thing is the blowing of the trumpets. So since he speaks in all these diverse ways for different situations, the shofar even has all these distinct little methods and things that they do with it and it means different things and the reason i want to just kind of bring this up again to you is just a reminder because we've got a solar eclipse and it's it's obviously logical to say i just don't get it why is he talking to me with a solar eclipse well why is he talking to you with a trumpet uh, you know it's just the way he is it just he wants to communicate to you and so that's when you have to begin to say what are you saying so in ancient israel if you heard one long sustained blast, it was a reassuring sound. It's very common. It meant the watchmen guarding the city were on duty and all was well. All right. That divided up the watches of the day and the night. When you heard that sound, you were at peace. So he's always calling us to be these prayerful watchmen on the walls. And if we were just a little more alert, we would notice that from morning to night, he woos us to draw near to him so we might receive his strength and comfort. So this whole eclipse all afternoon today, mm-hmm. I just really want to challenge you to pray for the lost today. Mm. You know, sure, some people are just going to go off on some wacky, strange thing, but there are going to be a lot of people who are, are just trying to figure God out, right. and that's all it takes to get in the right conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that God is doing something very profound, and you okay. can't stare at this. You know, only God, but he does that. So it's worthy of us praying. Uh, three successive blasts. If you hear that, that is something significant is happening. So that's, I would say that's comparable with an eclipse. 
Uh, but it usually meant good tidings. So he rejoices us, over us with singing and dancing. And I love that God finds a way to celebrate us. <laughs> I, I don't know how he does it, but I, I love that he does. Most of us will never hear the sound of applause on earth. But if we draw near to God, I tell you, you will feel that. You will wow. feel the love of God for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to get. We want to feel his deep affection. So we're trying to get likes on Facebook. Seriously, uh, mm-hmm. press into God. And, you know, as he's crossing the nation today, one of these days, he's going to cross the whole world like that when he comes back. So it's just a precursor. It's a good conversation starter. You know, one day, it's not going to be the sun. It's going to be Jesus. Mm. Wow. So there's a lot of openings for conversations here. The third trumpet call is nine rapid bursts. Now, that was the sound of alarm, okay? It meant that an attack was going on, and all the fighting men were supposed to go together for battle. So like Israel, we all need to be alarmed enough in ourselves so that we become aware of sin that separates us from God. So we need to know an enemy has drawn near. And obviously in our nation, in the world, that's happened. We need to hear his voice reminding us of our need for atonement. That's this season. When your spirit feels shaken within you, you got to learn to respond to the sound of his alarm. How many times has God spoken to you and you just went, eh. Right. <laughs> <And> you, went, <laughs> you just, if I could only get that what one breaks? moment back. <laughs> so we need to constantly pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Mm-hmm. So during this season, we're at Pentecost 2.0 here. Repent, is, uh, Acts 3.19. Here's the charge that in the sermon. Repent then, turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out. At times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Boy, I love that as an invitation. Repent, sins are removed, times of refreshing come. So we want to get our way and be refreshed by people or things. But if we turn to God, he'll remove the things that are hindering us from being refreshed. He's our bridegroom. And when we submit to him, everything changes. Hmm. So uh, coming up, we're just going to take a little bit, a little look at how he comforts us. And we're going to take a step, instead of forward, we're going to take a little step back over the last month to see some of the things that he has done and what that means to us in this season, too. You're listening to Risenstein, and I know you're not going anywhere. This is a dri- not this, this is a driveway moment. You're not getting this anywhere else. That's right. Ray Haynes in teaching on this new season starting tomorrow of Elul. Today's eclipse, what the significance is, the biblical significance as we head into the feasts, the days of awe, and Pentecost 2.0. Yes. It's Risenstein.